the world's most exciting podcast, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I'm Michael Savage, host of the Savage Nation podcast, home of borders, language, and culture. Hear my new podcast each week as I speak with top guests from around the world. Right now, we have over 700 shows in our library featuring interviews with world leaders, scientists, faith teachers, and more, including President Donald Trump, Prime Minister of Israel Ehud Barak, Edward Teller, the father of the hydrogen bomb, Jerry Falwell, and so much more conversations and commentary you cannot find anywhere else. Other guests have included Samuel Cohen, the father of the neutron bomb, Breitbart's Alex Marlowe, the great author Peter Schweitzer, Colonel Douglas McGregor. Be here or be nowhere. The Savage Nation podcast. Catch the Michael Savage podcast on all podcast platforms every Tuesday and every Friday. Welcome back to a special episode of Grim Encounters. We are a chill tabletop RPG podcast based in the modern day Chicago land world that dwells in the campy horror side of horror. My name is Nord. I will be your chill master for this evening, even though it's a little different. And the uh, the players I do have with me are uh, Anna. Um... I play Mavis. I don't know if I'm going to be playing Mavis today, but I do play Mavis. Robert and I, I play Wesley Hung. Yeah, um, and we we had a normal session planned, uh, but our dear, lovely Father Frank had some family stuff to do. Uh, so he had to cancel, so we decided to just roll with it. I posted some stuff on our Discord and stuff to get some questions in. Uh, maybe some hot-hitting questions our listeners had to for us, for our characters, for the NPCs, for the show, uh, even the villains. If they wanted to ask questions about that, I was willing to answer them, but none of them asked it. So true. I guess I don't have to divulge anything. Um, <laughs> Jokes on them. <laughs> uh, and I, it was also questions just for you guys as people too, if they wanted to know anything. Um, looked at pretty broad since this was kind of last minute uh, normally we save Q&A's for the end of a season but since uh, with the mixture of quarantine going on and everything it's been kind of hard to nail things down a lot of the time so I thought we would just do something to uh, I don't know hang out because we don't really get to talk to Robert much so I thought we would uh, you know do something get something for our lovely spoopies because uh, it's a uh, Nice to have them in the Discord. They're always talking about cool stuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I just want to start off with just the saying, you know, apologizing for not having an episode because um, we were excited. We all had stuff planned. I had terrible things planned for the vampire stuff. So that just means I have more time to make more bad things. And uh, I know Mavis. I know Anna is really excited. Oh yeah, I'm super excited. Uh huh. Because she knows the kind of vampires Austin likes. 
Yep. And Austin likes vampires that are a lot different than your Twilight variety. So most oh, vampires, sh- most vampires are different than the Twilight variety. I know, okay? but like that is one of the vampires I think of when people talk about vampires, just because you know we grew up in that when that was really popular. So I once I'm got- sorry, that's your go-to. That hurts my soul so <laughs> bad. It is. It's my first thing I think of, and I hate it. I uh. I got kicked out of a sixth grade slumber party once because I wouldn't pick Team Edward or Team Jacob one time. <laughs> I picked, I picked Team Nothing. Um, I got roped into seeing the first movie because my wife had already seen it like twice, and then dragged me a third time. And I'm like, this is this is terrible. This is. I almost walked out, but then I think she would have been a little mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, dad, my, bye. See you at your home. My dad loves the Twilight movies. He like loves them. And then, no, thank you. And then my the second thing I think of with vampires is uh, it's just like this little indie story I read. How was it? It's called like Mortal. I want to say Mortal Dicta or something. It's in one of the boxes. Um, I'll post a picture of it when we unpack it today. Ursa Minor, like Ursa Minor, yeah. Ursa Minor, yeah. Ursa Minor. Um. It was like it's like a, a about like a world where like all the fantasy creatures are real and stuff, right? Like vampires and all that, and they've been around forever, but they've been like magically concealed or something. I can't remember exactly. It was a super weird premise, but the art is awesome and it's gory and gross and a little over sexualized, just because that's what that company specialized in. But um, besides that, I really liked it. The vampires in that were fucking scary. Yeah, it was unchill. They were like, uh, they like basically convinced the world, convinced America that the werewolves are evil or something in that. Yeah, the lycanthropes. Well, there was more than werewolves. There was, or it the werebear. It was just lycanthropes, yeah. So like, the vampires uh, were pretending to be good guys. And they were like all the politicians and stuff. And they were like, terrible. So I take a lot of I take a lot of inspiration from that comic, um, and you and you'll see that in this case and with the Madame and Ty in general, I uh, a lot of her aesthetic I've based off this comic. Um, not necessarily her character exactly, but definitely the way she looks and how things operate. I I like the idea of a vampire hanging out with normal people and then going into a '90s synth club and and then like eating someone. I just I think that's just exciting. Uh, and also Blade. I mean, how can you not think of Blade? I like Underworld. How many times have we brought up Blade on the show at this point? So many times. Probably too many, but that's okay. I, you're telling me there's no way you could bring up Blade too much. <laughs> I like I like Underworld, and I think I brought up Underworld last time. <laughs> Underworld, I don't like it as much as Blade. I've never seen Blade, so... Oh, you... no, that's a lie. I've seen Blade once, and I don't remember it. Oh, you should. Just watch it again. It's yeah, it's, it's pretty good. good. <laughs> There's a guy that explodes it, in one of them. Pretty good. All right. Well, unless you guys want to talk about what you think of vampires, <laughs> uh, we can we can just hop into something. Um, let's let's just start off with a question just to get us just to get us rolling here. Um, let's let's go from uh, Zeller on our uh, Grim Encounters Discord. Uh, which you can join our Discord from the, the link in the bio. Um, they said uh, their first question, 
was a really important question to me. Um, and I am totally down for this, but it is not up to me. It's up to everyone. But they want to know when we're getting that Rocky Horror Picture Show crossover. I can't sing, but I can try. Who who would be... Uh, of course, um, uh, Father Frank would have to be Frank and, uh, Frank Inverter. <laughs> I, I don't think we're doing like exact copy of it. I no, mean, I'm just thinking like the style, you know? Mm. Yeah. Wesley could be Rocky. <laughs> I, you know, I don't. We'd have to do something. Um, honestly, for that one, I would, I would, I would. The idea I had was us doing like a flashback, maybe. You know how like we do like the flashback in time with mm. some of our characters, mm. and maybe have like, um, I was even thinking like Mavis's parents, <laughs> um, maybe or like just creating like diving into one of the other save teams that was part of the Chicago HQ and just like just rolling with it. You see, we should do another like thing where we're trapped in a hotel, but instead of being trapped in, oh, in the yeah, California, right. in the fucking hotel, California, it's, we're trapped. It's in, all musical themed. <laughs> we're trapped inside. That's, Frank a, good That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I could be Janet. Damn it. <laughs> see, I don't like Rocky horror picture show. What? That's oh. why. No. That's why I threw out uh, a little shop of horrors because that's a little more campy. I like that better. That fits our motif a lot yeah, better. That for does. Sure. Yeah, that's why I said that one. Mm-hmm. Well, see, they're they're both. Uh, I, I mean, I think Rock, Rocky Horror Picture Show I think fits a little bit too, just because it's kind of it's kind of uh, scary at times or whatever. Some of like the uh, like I mean, because like, of the what, characters. Yeah, like what is the ones created from science, right? One of the characters, so like yeah, Rocky is created. Yeah, from it science. has. Uh, um, and then. Meatloaf. I can't remember his <laughs> character's name. Meatloaf was in that movie. He was in that movie. Um, but but yeah, I, I think we would probably lean more towards the the, you know, the uh, Little Shop of Horrors style of musical, um, with more gore and stuff. You know what I mean? Because he like chops people up mm-hmm. in that fucking movie. Um, but I think I think we could take definitely I could take inspiration from both because like they both have I I they have a, a kind of this a similar feel too in my head. Um, like they're very different, obviously, but you know when I think of musicals, those are the first two that I'm like these two. Um, well, there's three. It's these two in La La Land. I'm like, oh, these are the, my three favorite right here. Um, I always think about Drowsy Chaperone, but that's because I built the entire set to Drowsy Chaperone because there's only one set in Drowsy Chaperone. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you guys haven't seen that one, that, so, that's a good one. So maybe I already have season two all planned out. Um, so maybe I, I, I'm going to start working on the arc for season three because it kind of fluctuates depending on the choices the PCs make, um, obviously. So, like, if they don't stop that vision, like, that's going to change the whole podcast, right? Right. So <laughs> I, have no, I have no idea if you guys do not stop it. <laughs> I am, like, it's a whole new show. It's just a different show now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um. But like, yeah, like I always have, I make like little skeletons all the time and it changes constantly. And yeah, I'm going to, I'm honestly, I'll, I don't know when that'll be because our seasons take forever, it seems sometimes. So, yeah. um, but as long, I mean, it's definitely in, I'm, I'm definitely been thinking about it. So we just got to make sure everyone is, you know, cool with it. I mean, you don't have to be good at singing, but you got to, we probably have to do like a sing songy voice, right? We got to like Hobo Bump Johnson them. it up. Yeah. <laughs> It kind of worries me, honestly. <laughs> you know, Shane's going to be the, probably the best at it. 
Probably. To be honest, he's also a theater kid. Um, I did crew, so I, I was a theater kid, but not that kind of theater kid. Pretty sure he was like on the <laughs> main, like he was one of the stars of the Grease musical in high school. Yeah. I, I want to say he was Danny, hmm. but I could be wrong. I, I mean, I, it's been almost 10 years at this point, so. Your high school did Grease? Yeah, we did. That's how him and his wife met. Well, like, fell in love. Because like, we all grew up with each other, but. Right. Yeah, through the musical. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I could be misquoting that, but I'm... My senior year, we did... What the fuck did we do? Cinderella, Drazzy Chaperone. And I think that's it. We only... Yeah. We did one play and one musical. That's what we did every year. Um, Let's see. I, let's, let's go into... I want to go into... Uh, before we get into, like, NPC stuff... I kind of want to go on to you guys here, because Zeller had some more questions for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can start with uh, either West. Do, do you want to go, Mavis, or do you want do you want to uh, Wesley? Wesley can go. That's fine. Wesley can go first. Right. Don't matter to me. Okay. That works. Uh, let's see. Uh, Zeller asks. Zeller asks. They want to know more about uh, Wesley outside of Save, um, because. It's pretty much all they've seen was in Save. So, what is what stuff that Wesley does outside of Save? Hmm. So Wesley, outside of Save, is very chill. Doesn't really do a whole lot besides his working out. Uh, he does visit his family on occasion when he when he gets the chance. Uh, but yeah, he doesn't do a whole lot. Still watches a bunch of Disney movies because you know why wouldn't he if he's got every movie. <laughs> ever and then yeah he doesn't really do a whole whole lot uh works out maybe plays yeah it just works out mostly um i mean him and todd and uh dd always are hanging out if they when they get the chance to hang out together because since they're king now (laughs) all at the same place we see each other but it's like hey let's go let's go hang out like yeah do some drinking have some fun Relive old times. Yeah, and, you know, I imagine, because uh, we haven't got to really dive into your guys' relationship lately um, with you, with those two uh, guys especially. Um, I imagine in, like, the the downtime, like, if you guys all three aren't doing anything, I imagine you do spend, a, like, you know, you get to spend more time now probably because, you know, they offer everyone places to sleep and eat and stuff. So, like, sometimes it's probably you don't even leave. <laughs> yeah, that that and D's, like, not missing anymore. And, like... Yeah. That, that... Todd Todd was uh, our introduction to Wesley. He was. Todd was kidnapped. Todd was kidnapped. Yeah. And would I, back then, have thought that he would be a main NPC that I would voice almost every episode, I would have laughed in your face. But nah, there's no way. There's no way. I just, I just had to bring it up. I was like, well, I mean, there's Todd. No, he's a, he's a good boy who can help out. <laughs> he's a good boy. I know he's abrasive, but he's so nice. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I, I also, I'm also curious. Besides those two, um, NPCs, what other NPCs does uh, Wesley like either hang out with or um, considers like? Um, more than just like work friends, you know what I mean? Um, he pro- honestly, he probably uh like hangs around uh Father Frank quite a bit. 
just because he's just like interested in like, hey, what are you doing? Do you need help with anything? I could help you out, you know, just like little good boy. And then I, I think he <laughs> and Mavis do hang out every now and then just kind of like, just hey, we're chill. friends. Let's yeah, just chill out, you know, watch a movie. Yep, yep. Introduce her to a lot of a lot of movies she probably has never seen, just because. Probably just because I grew up in the fucking woods. <laughs> she grew up coloring exactly. on bark. <laughs> Go growing up on park and eat bark and eating pine cones. <laughs> <laughs> She's a Neanderthal, <laughs> basically. Um, cool. And uh, you know, I, I was all, I've been thinking when they asked that, I was thinking like, what, who who does like Frank hang out with? Um, and like, I know Shane's busy, so I didn't bug him. Um, but, you know, I was thinking, like, you know, obviously he would hang out with you guys a lot, right? I think he would hang out with mm-hmm. Richard quite a bit. I, I, Yeah, I think it would be, like, Richard, um, and I think the the guy up in the church he hangs out with a lot. Uh, his name's the James. Oh, James. James. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess Abraham's back, too. Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, I would also think he would, like, hang out in the church a lot, like, while we're not doing anything, just kind of... Talking to people and stuff, yeah. Yep. Doing his normal thing, his normal, or what he's used to doing, I bet however long he's been doing it. In in my head canon, I always like to imagine him and like at least once a week, him and Dax sit down and just just talk about stuff. <laughs> you know, because like he like made it pretty clear that Dax should be, be able to tell him anything. Um, and I I just like that their relationship a lot. Um, it's very wholesome. Um. But yeah, I imagine, yeah, I imagine he's kind of working in, in the church a lot. and I imagine he has a lot more help nowadays, though, with, you know, you, with, with Wesley, and then, like, you know, Draz is there, and Abraham, you know, two people who are, you know, strong in faith, so. Um, but cool. Uh, what about you, Mavis? What are you doing? What is, what is she doing outside? Okay, so usually when she's not at Save, she's either at her own house, because she, she does have a house. Um, well, I mean, it's technically her parents' houses. Um, she does hang out there or she does go camping, hiking, that sort of thing, uh, kind of off the grid sort of stuff. Do you bring people with you when you camp or? Not typically. No. No. I have a feeling Wesley has asked her at least once to go camping. I mean, if you, if you asked me, I would, I would let you go camping with me, but you probably wouldn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little too rugged for him. He's like, whoa, whoa. It's a little too rugged. It's a little Bear grills. It's a... It's like on the old cartoons when they would like pull a rock out and then lay on it, you know, <laughs> they'd use a rock as a pillow. <laughs> no, it's not that crazy. She has like a tent and shit, like it's normal camping. You know, normal camping stuff, tents and shit. Tents and shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Uh, then I'll just extend the same question. Um, What uh, any what NPCs do you, does Mavis hang out with, if any? Um, So, gotta go with my boy Dean. She does hang out with Dean because that's, you know, they kind of bonded the first week of, of hanging outness. It's kind of like a puppy dog. So. Yeah. It's pretty chill. Um, hang out with Dean. Um, I've been training with Roman a lot. Of course, everybody yeah. ships Mavis and Roman. <laughs> that's I won't so talk funny. about it. <laughs> Just let everyone's imagination go wild with it. Uh, nothing has been confirmed or denied. Nothing. Nothing, just because nothing has happened. I also, I am not pushing anything. I'm just, 
I'm just doing what I think Roman would do, and he, and he's a very respectful man, so I don't think he would, you know, be aggressive by any means. But I, I, I just think I honestly, it's it's kind of I like I like having her interact with him because it's uh, always good, even when it's not like here's a gift, and you know what I mean. Like um, uh, she also hangs out with Charles quite a bit, obviously. I, you know. Yeah. Um, and then. Ever since the hotel, she has been, uh, I mean, obviously she can't hang out with Jewel because Jewel's in a completely different state, but they'd like FaceTime and shit. Cool. Play. Animal Crossing? Uh, I don't think Animal Crossing came out yet. Oh, yeah. Um, I was going to say Animal Crossing. Uh, it's definitely not out yet. It's definitely not out yet. <laughs> Plays Halo, Halo 3. Tetris Online. <laughs> they just play Halo 3. <laughs> <laughs> words, uh, words with friends. I could. I, I can say like a Scrabble or something online. Scrabble. That's what Scrabble online. <laughs> Monopoly online. And Apex Legends. Yeah. yeah. I um, see them keeping it very basic and just like, okay, you know, we're just going to. It's more about the chatting than the game. <laughs> Bejeweled. Bejeweled? No, she won't play that. I'm making... She refuses to play that <laughs> Refuses one. to play Bejeweled. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, let yeah, us those are the see. Uh, basic NPCs Mavis hangs out with. Uh, True. Just because uh, she is a creature of habit, so same thing all the time. Yeah. Uh, let, us, let us see. Let us see. Okay. Uh, uh, the last question from Zeller was they wanted to know more about Roman as a person. Things he likes and dislikes. Because they love Roman. So, that's a good reason why you want to know more about Roman. Um, he is one of my personal favorites, so I am happy he is finally getting the love he deserves. So... Uh, let's see. Why don't we just have you? Why don't you guys just ask? What what kind of question? What uh, what do you what like specifically? Do you want to know? Oh, um, to help me narrow it down here. What is his favorite food? His favorite food. Um, I actually I actually know this. Let me let me get it up. I want to make sure I pronounce it right because it is a traditional dish. I, I'm gonna Google what I googled to figure it out, and that is Russian dishes. Let's is see. it not borscht? Let's see. He loves kasha. That's what it was. Kasha. Mm-hmm. It's what one of the. That? It's one of like the most common meals there. Okay, what is it? It's like a super cheap. It, uh, from what I understand, from what I was reading it, it's uh, it's basically like oatmeal. Mm. But instead of it being like sweet, it's it seems to be like buttery and salty. So, mm. like grits. Mm -hmm. So like I was gonna say like grits. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's not like too flavorful, um, but uh, it just, it reminds him of home. So he he does love that a lot. He has uh, Rosa cook it quite a bit. So, the I mean, it, I wouldn't. It probably wouldn't even put off that much of a smell. Probably not. <laughs> no, honestly, that wouldn't be like. <laughs> 
wouldn't be like cooking up some spicy tacos. You know what I mean? It would or just like be like Brussels sprouts. Yeah, or like um, oh. cooking up some cabbage. Oh, I hate cabbage. <laughs> uh, but I love egg rolls though. Anyway, oh, egg rolls are good. Yeah, that's his favorite food. Um, his least favorite food, um, is American hot dogs. American hot dogs? Why? Yes, because, I feel you. I feel you on that one. Yeah. Actually, most people hate American hot dogs. And he he says American because he likes a hot dog, like a beef frank. He like a. Oh yeah. But he like specifically like the like Oscar Mayer style, where it's just like a bunch of combo of meat. Yeah, processed. Uh huh. All the bits that nobody wants to eat. Yes, he just uh, and not because he do- doesn't taste good, but because he doesn't like the idea of putting something like that inside of him. So. True that. Mm-hmm. And it. Understandable. Yeah. And I know I know there's like hot dogs like that all over the world, but I think it's more popular in America. It just seems like it. I don't know. Again, this is my only reference is America, so Right. Um But yeah, like the traditional like, you know, like the ninety nine cent for eight. Eight hot dogs. I mean, yeah, I grew up eating those because it's you know, they're cheap and affordable. Yeah, my dad used, my dad used to get like the twenty four pack. I you know what, and I'll I'll just eat them cold. I the I love them they make me feel gross but i just love them they I mean it makes me feel like a kid that bologna sandwiches Oops, excuse me. a bologna sandwich is just a big ass hot dog <laughs> but it's sliced oh <laughs> that's just disgusting <laughs> i can't stand regular hot dogs like normal uh and then bologna that's just as bad uh you ever had like a, a chicago beef frank though oh they're so, they're good. so See, good if if it's like an all beef though i, I can do that like, but when it's just like a regular, mm-hmm. uh, like you said, uh. yeah. See, um, I made the mistake as a kid of, of like, my mom was defrosting some hot dogs and I took some of the ice off of it and I ate it. So it's like, <gasps> oh no, hot dog, hot water. dog flavored. Yeah, exactly. It was the most disgusting and uncooked, uncooked hot dog. Ugh. Like, icky. Ew. Yeah. I, I, since then, it's just like, oh, that taste. Can't do, cannot do. You don't like hot dog flavored water? Nope. Introducing. Do, do, <laughs> do you not feel like you're rolling? Chocolate starfish. And the hot dog flavored water. And the hot dog flavored water. Let's go. Here we go. Take away, Robert. Um, Good job. Do you not listen uh, to Lip Biscuit? <laughs> I haven't listened to Limp Biscuit willingly in like what ten plus years at least fifteen plus years. Robert. Who's in the house? Robert, I love Limp Biscuit. Who's no, I'm sorry. In the house. <laughs> I actually own their physical albums. That's how much I like Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit. Um, I never, I never the owned them. House. Never picked them up when when they were like coming out or anything. Nope, just <laughs> no. Thank you. I get it. I no, totally get you. it. I totally get it. <laughs> I listened to Limp Bizkit as a child, so it was one of my edgy teen bands I liked. Uh, they weren't even popular anymore. I just liked them because uh, <laughs> this was like 2009. So uh, let's see. Other things. Let's see. He likes to work out. Um, he he. Um, so he is good with weapons he doesn't like them per se um he enjoys hanging out with draz and abraham and dd Dee Dee. um he likes to help people and teach people things uh we saw that recently when he helped mavis uh train 
Uh, let's see. He hates, he dislikes and hates the unknown. Um, from what, you know, did a lot of damage to them, him over the years, not just with his girlfriend, his previous girlfriend. Um... Let's see what else. What else were the things you we we want to know? Like, we we're just gonna talk about his general backstory, how he came to hate the unknown. Sure. And he is he's from Russia, so yes, he is from Russia. Um, I let me pull up my thing here. I can't remember his exact age because I don't want to. I don't want to pull a, a Grim Encounters China thing and <laughs> totally fuck up <laughs> everything. Fuck up because, an entire timeline. Because I, one I, of the most important times in Chinese history, because not, we fucked it not up. Not that I was ign- we were ignorant and didn't know. It's that we were just we just had a dumb moment and just said the, literally the wrong year. Um, let's see, let's see character. Which one is? I think it's this one. You shouldn't be reading this, by the way, Christiana. So I cannot see. I do not have my glasses on. Uh, it's not this one, because I have two sheets. I have these like NPC thing for everyone to look at. And then I have one for me that has everything filled out. So like all the stuff they don't know. Um, and I need to update it real bad. Cause like Roman isn't even in, uh, the right place. Um, let's see. Um, Roman is 32 years of age. Uh, let's see. Um, from what you guys understood, I'm trying to remember what you guys know and what you guys haven't, not that he hasn't told you or anything, you just, we haven't, you haven't asked him in the show. Uh, so he worked for the Russian government. Um, I always forget the name of the Russian CIA equivalent. I literally always forget it. Um, but he worked for that. KGB. KGB. Thank you. He worked specifically for that. Um, and you know that he worked on things where he was basically like an assassin. Um, you didn't dive into it where it was like people or monsters or whatever. Um, because he does have all the, that tattoo on his arm, starting at his bicep, that has all of his confirmed kills on it. I don't know if you guys remember that. Briefly. Mm-hmm. Yes, because his arms are just covered in like, like he has like the, the sickle and sword, right? That's sickle and hammer. Sickle and, ha- sickle and hammer um, on his, le- his left arm, his left bicep, that is extremely faded. Um, and then he has on his right, he has like the tally marks that he gets tattooed every time of a confirmed kill. He didn't specify what that means. So, And uh, he said that he hasn't been back to Russia in like, I think he said like five to eight years. Like it's been a while. Um, he was a very young man working in the government. Um, and then something happened. Something terrible happened, he said. And he had, was forced to flee the country. And all of his family was... His, all of his family and extended family was murdered by... He just said the Russian government. Um, and then he came to America and he met that the, one of the victims. Of, Jessica. Yes. And she kind of helped him see love again. Um, and then when she was murdered and he found out it was an unknown, um, his uh, anger and hatred kind of grew for them. So that's why he doesn't like the unknown specifically. 
um, yeah, we you guys haven't dove into like what exactly happened there. I have it all in my brain, so whenever you guys want to ask him, you can. And I'm sure Zeller and Skittle Kitty would uh, would love to know more because they both asked about Roman. So yeah, that that's how he got involved with the unknown. Anything else you want to know about Roman? What's his favorite color? His favorite color? Adidas black. (laughs) It is a very specific kind of black because it's kind of shiny. Uh And then it's like also kind of matte. (laughs) Like an in-between. And like a semi-luster. Yeah. Um... So uh, Skittlecootie wants to know more about Grim backstory, mm. um, and we are. I do plan on doing uh, the backstory episode for him eventually, and I'll, I'll probably have Robert help out and even Anna if she wants. And it won't be a traditional episode where we like do a probably do a case by any means because he doesn't. In my head, he doesn't seem like a very like uh, active field member, right? Uh, so it'd be it'd probably be kind of like in an audio drama style. I was kind of feeling like that. I don't know what you two thought. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Uh, it, it sounds like a lot of fun. Because um, I, I don't know if either of you listened to the patient episode I put out with Robert and I. But I, I you, yeah, I you did. Yeah, I ended up listening to it. Yeah, I put a lot of fun sound effects in it, and I actually went with not using music for it. I I was gonna put music. And it just sounded it, maybe like a backstory episode with uh, maybe how him and his husband's relationship was going or uh, maybe moments, we like maybe the whole like day of when it happened to him, you know, mm. where uh, the, I'm like afraid now, so I keep looking behind me, when the, <laughs> uh, like when the ghost, you know, took his family and everything, because uh, that's what you guys do know is that like, he was his family was kidnapped and then he discovered it and he broke into the dimension or whatever and had to fight his way through everything and similar to like when you guys found the burnt up hotel or whatever um one of the ways uh i can't remember his name but the captain jeswald captain jeswald would uh torture and kill people in the hotel was he would burn them alive. And um, it was magic fire, because it was based in the unknown. So, like, it wouldn't kill you as fast as fire would, and it didn't produce smoke, so you didn't pass out. So, basically, what happened is he, um, he was, like, dealing with Jeswald, and then Jeswald caught fire or whatever where he was, and he, I think I described Jeswald. I think I had Grim describe it at one point. Um did I, I just told you, I described how it went, right? I'm pretty sure. A little bit, yeah. You... Yeah. I'll just elaborate on it now since it's it's fine. Um, uh, Morris, he crawled through fire for, like, he described, he doesn't know how long it was, but it was definitely long enough for him to lose track of time to get to his family, and it was too late um, and his family was already dealt with by Jeswald, and he, I, I believe I described Jeswald at some point having some scar on him, 
I, I think. I think it was on his face, like it was half burned or something like that. Yeah, um, just with Morris's extreme will, he basically hurt the ghost, and that allowed him to escape the realm. Um, and he actually broke that mirror that he used to bring you guys back. Do you remember that? Yeah. So yeah, his body is covered in like whatever's worse than third degree burns. That's what he has. Um, it's like a magical effect. It's almost like a curse that's on him. Um, but it, it's obviously there's, it's not like a traditional curse. Like, you know how Wu can't speak. Um, mm-hmm. like, I mean, you guys know that the woos can be broken at some point. Like, you guys could, you know, deal with that. You could break that curse on him. Um, but yeah, like, that's, and he, he developed, I think he, I think he told, explained to, I think, Frank at one point, that he has a phobia of not only mirrors, but his own reflection. I can't remember the name of the disorder. Um, I will Google it now just so I can, I don't miss, I don't like, I want to be respectful. Because, you know, I have, when I talk about this stuff, uh, since we dive into, you know, things of horror that doesn't really get dealt with, like mental illness and stuff, um, I like to put real disorders in to show that just because you have this disorder doesn't mean you're, you know, you're still, you could be an extremely great person. Extremely, you know, you could do anything anyone else can do, and you can be fantastic. So I, I like to give my characters, um, I like to show, you know, disorder, you know, illnesses, and uh, I think I think ignoring that with horror, especially on this on this front, can be extremely damaging. Personally, I don't know how you two feel about that, but uh, no, I agree with that. <laughs> no, I agree with you. Oh uh, yeah, but he has a oh, it's called spectrophobia. Yeah. Yeah, spectrophobia. Um, and then the reflection one's a different name, but it, it's mostly the fear of mirrors ex- itself. Because um, he explained to Frank that his family was, you know, dragged through the mirror or whatever. Um, but yeah, he uh, he wears that suit um, because in, mechanically he has the, uh, I think it's it's called like a weird appearance or strange appearance or something. Yeah, that's like a... He has a customized version of that. That base, It's basically like three times the value of that perk, that uh, drawback. Mm. Um, because he has such a... His appearances is like so um, destroyed. Like, I mean, I don't, like, I don't know if you've read Burn Victim stuff. Like, he probably wouldn't have eyelids. Stuff like that. Like... Um, and he, so he doesn't like take his, 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 uh, clothes off basically in front of people. Um, so yeah. Well, and it's been so long, he wouldn't have to wear his like compression suit or anything anymore. Probably. I think when he took his glove off, I canonically said that it was like, like an active burn wound. Yeah. So it's, he would probably wear the, he would probably have a compression suit under at all times. Cause I remember when he, he like took his glove off for Frank and then he took another glove off. Yeah. And it was like, his skin was like black and like had like the red lines in it, you know? Like it was fresh. Uh-huh. Well, so that's rough. imagine that horror. Every time I think about it, it freaks me out a little bit. How did my brain come up with that? 
don't know. What's wrong with me, Christiana? <laughs> I, I I hope that's enough about about Graham. I mean, I don't want to spoil too much, really. Yeah. Because uh, we have to canonically find it. You know, so like the the show's called Grim Encounters, right? And there's a there's a Doctor Morris Grimm Woods uh, Woodsgate Woodsgate, right? Austin has never made the connection in his brain. That it's called Grim Encounters, and the main character is not Grim. No, that one of the main NPCs is Grim, and he. It, the episodes start out with him interviewing you. Oh yeah, that makes sense. So it's like the Grim Encounters is like his rendition of what happened. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I didn't purposely do that. I don't know if you guys purposely did that, but I thought that was intentional. Same. I was just <laughs> Wait, like, was okay. It? So it's Grim Encounters, and this guy Grim is like, like the narrator of the story almost. No, I just like I just like the name Grim. What happens if Grim dies? What do we do? I don't know. He, he can never die. I'm such an idiot. We can have a ghost in PC. Why am I in charge? Why am I in charge of this podcast? Maybe God, I, I looked so. I probably looked so smart. Like they're like, they're like, oh, look at that! It's all, it all comes together. And it maybe, wasn't. It maybe, wasn't. maybe when Doctor Grimm dies, maybe, maybe Doctor Grimm is isn't just like a title or like it. You know, it can be passed on. You know, it's it's not just a person; it's a title. So yeah. what you meant to say, yeah, kind of like Batman or or like a Joker. You know, like the sure. Joker name, yeah. Sure. I mean, I have all power to make him never die, so. That's true. Um, he could be cursed to live forever. That would be something, wouldn't it? Uh, let's see. How about this? Is there... What is... Um, outside of from your characters, as Robert, who is... Let's see. Who are your three favorite... Or just even... Who are your favorite NPCs that you've uh, we've dealt with? Um, well, that's definitely going to be my friend, uh, <laughs> Todd and Dee, just cause they're my friends. Um, I don't know. I, I actually like talking to Grim cause like try to throw him a curveball every now and then, which I think I've successfully done it several times. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. A lot. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've given up half of my questions for Grim because it just I get a question in my head and then he's like what's your question and I'm like uh I literally don't remember so goodbye right right. I'm the same I'm like um I kind of had something but now I don't remember what that was uh yeah so but I like talking to Grim um I don't know I I mean I kind of like them all in their own way for different reasons but like those are the ones that stand out to me yeah and is there is there some let's say like some npcs like of the base that you that you as a player want to want to find a chance to to interact with more it can be ones that you already do interact with that you just want more with or like a specific npc that you feel that would be fun to role play with wesley with them okay so i should have said this before too dax is another person i really like interacting with and i want to interact with him more he he's one of my favorites too. I, I enjoy talking to him. And I don't I don't know if there's really anybody else. Maybe Sarah too, because 
she's kind of out there. Yeah. I like her. But like, yeah. You're, yeah, that should be, that's about it. You're definitely one of Sarah's favorites, if not the only favorite. <laughs> um, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, it's like you, it's like you and, like, I wouldn't say Mavis. Mavis doesn't really talk to her because she doesn't do art stuff. Um, but for you and Frank specifically are like the only people who don't treat her different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're not like unsettled with how her mannerisms. Um, and I think she appreciates that. Uh, I know Mavis, you just really haven't got a chance to, so it's not like you actively do anything. Yeah. And I wouldn't say any of the NBCs are actively rude to her by any means. I no, just think, no. I mean, I just think it's especially hard for someone like Charles to talk with someone that is, I mean, she's extremely mentally ill. Yeah. Uh, well, and Charles is uh, unattuned and I thought about making Mavis unattuned as well. Yeah. Um, Just because, I don't know. He you, you would give you some more points to play with too. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, uh. That means Mavis cool. would likely never interact with Sarah, like, unless she had like weird questions that, uh, you know. Yeah, uh, Sarah's cool. Um, Sarah was because when we created these NPCs, unfortunately Robert didn't get to. I mean, he's created NPCs since, like he helped with Rosa, um, and the mechanic, and um, Todd obviously, and a, and a, and a couple others. Um, but like originally when we we went to character creation. One of the books suggests when you build your HQ, because you build the HQ like a character. Um, and I want to get into this someday. I want to kind of talk mechanically with me and me and Derek sit down and just kind of talk about HQ building because it's really fun. Like that was one of the most fun things about character creation is like everyone, we made our characters at the table, like all four of us, all three of us did. Branson, um, uh, Derek's and, and Anna, they made their characters. Um, and then I pulled a piece of paper and I said, all right, let's make the HQ. And Dierks knew about this just because he is a rules guy, so he kind of read ahead. Um, and I remember seeing Anna and Ransom being like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? And, <laughs> we got to do it. <laughs> and we sat down and like you pick from th- uh, three types of HQs and they picked Lost Chapter, which is fun. Um, and it came with a perk. And then the book suggested to uh, make a, have everyone may help make an NPC. Um so I believe Ranson helped make Sarah. Yeah, he he helped make Sarah because he wanted a Sarah Connor like character. Um, and I said we can't call her Sarah Connor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like that's kind of why she's like kind of like has like the army aesthetic. Like she wears the hat and like, um, you know, she's very eccentric and you know, like strong willed and stuff. Um, and then I added like like my spin on it. Um. I can't remember who did you, you remember who you helped make? Charles. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I made Charles. Yeah, Charles did. is my all-time favorite. I fucking yeah. I love him. Yeah, I'll ask you those questions too, don't worry. Uh, don't worry. I'll talk uh, about Charles. And yeah, you helped make Charles and I think Frank helped make I want to say I want to say Richard. Richard. Um and then I threw out I I put Dax. I was like, "Let's do Dax and Naomi. Those are the two I threw out there and we all we all created those core five. Um, and then a few weeks later, I think it was like episode six or seven, that's when uh, Robert joined the show. Um, so he unfortunately didn't get to help with that, but we still made his character. We all made his character together with us still. So Yeah. Yep. Um, 
yeah, that that is fun. It is a fun. That was a fun aspect making the HQ. Uh, it helps it make feel. It helps feel alive. I've never played a game where the players make non-player characters. Um, I think that's why the our, our HQ feels so alive. Um, I think it does help that I have just insane voices, just an insane a number of voices I can do. <laughs> I think that helps differentiate them. <laughs> um, all right, so I'll pass the question back to Mavis to uh, Anna slash Mavis. Um, who are your like top? let's say uh, three favorite NPCs. Oh, Charles is definitely my favorite NPC. Not just because I created him, just because when I think of him, I picture Aiden Gillen. Um, and if you don't know who that is, it's Littlefinger from Game of Thrones. Yes. Um, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, my other favorite characters. Uh... While you're thinking, uh, Littlefinger, I'm Littlefinger. Charles is like uh, and I kind of twisted him I made him like like this weird fuck child of like little finger in James Bond yeah definitely um, and granted my only knowledge of James Bond is from Austin Powers so, <laughs> <laughs> which I know it's like a satire so like a lot of the tropes are similar it's and, just, and as far as we know he's not as like evil and fucked up as little finger oh, as, yeah, as far as we know for sure yeah as far as you know yeah, as far as you know. Because I feel like, I mean, I don't know any information on Charles. I feel like Mavis knows information on Charles, but I don't know <laughs> what she knows. You also don't ask. I no don't, one asks anything. No one asks. But I feel like she wouldn't have to ask because she knows already, <laughs> but she hasn't bothered to ask for other people. Um. Any, what? Who else then? Uh, I also like... Um, Dr. Uh, Rosenberg, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, I like him a lot. I would like to interact with him more. I think he's a fun character. He's fun, yeah. He, it's a weird, because obviously all the characters, all the NPCs are horror tropes, right? Um, you know, like Charles is like the the mysterious spy slash, you know, mysterious guy. Um like uh, Draz is like the religious cowboy. Like <laughs> Frank's Frank's a fucking preacher for God's sakes. Like um, <laughs> Wesley's like the the guy who you know like the 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 bleeding heart of the group. Like he's like let's we gotta protect we gotta save this you know this person. And Mavis is the white girl. Well, Mavis Mavis is like the outdoorsy person who um, saves everyone with clutch moments. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then you know like. Naomi's like the ex army person and like uh like you know there's all these tropes right like and I I I'm happy that that's we kind of went with the campy style cuz we all picked a style too when we created an HQ. Yeah. Uh we kind of wanted to go with like campy gore horror kind of um just because we're all kind of goofballs so it was nice to Almost like a almost like a scary movie vibe but not but, like scary movie yeah like scary movie vibe but not like humor isn't its goal yeah it's just like happened like kind of almost like a fucked up scooby-doo <laughs> yeah um but yeah um rosenberg i did you do you have any others uh, I, I would, I want to say that Rosa, Rosa is, I don't know. I, something about her. I just really like her. She's a sweetheart. Just uh, one we need to talk to more. Yeah. yeah. We don't know 
literally a single thing about her except that her name is rosa and she can cook anything you tell her to cook yeah well on her her application it said that she fought off a chupacabra oh remember oh yeah that's that's right right. right. i believe she's i think i made her from mexico city that's right yeah that's right she's like sounds about right she's like originally from mexico she's lived in the u.s for like 20 years or whatever but yeah rosa's great i Mm -hmm. like her I'd say those are my top three NPCs. Yeah, the ones we don't interact with very much. Uh, and who, who, what is another NPC that you wish you Mavis would enter wants to inter- find a reason to interact with? Uh, I wish I found more reasons to interact with. Uh, maybe Richard. Richard. I feel like nobody really. Inter- I mean, Frank interacts with Richard, but that's because they're both like old. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I feel like nobody actually interacts with Richard. He gives us our case and he kind of hobbles away into his office and then we don't see him again until the next case. Yeah. And yeah, that's about right. Yeah, you guys don't know terribly too much about him. You don't know, like, his family or, like... I mean, you know he seems to be an alcoholic. Because um, every time I describe him, he's drinking whiskey. Yeah. You know? Um, he's got a cane. Yeah, he does have a cane. The familiar sound of a cane. Walking on stone. Walking on stone. Um, I... I think I think that's about it. I, I don't have any more questions for you guys. Um, yeah. I feel like we, we, we talked about some stuff we haven't got to talk about. Do you guys have any questions for me? No. No, I was trying to think of some stuff, but I was like, oh, we've covered quite a bit of it, so... Mm-hmm. Well, did, did you just want to like talk about like your like why like how and why you made your character the way he is? Didn't I did I do that last time though? Did like, you when we had our questions? I, I think, don't remember if I did. I think so. I I think it did. I think you both did. Because yeah. Uh, yeah, when we did our first little Q and A thing. Mm. I think actually that. I'm excited for like doing a Q and A after this uh this whole season. That way we can like say what we liked and didn't like and yeah. all that good stuff I and have like, everybody there. I feel like we've grown a lot. I mean, like this our characters. <laughs> yes. yes. Especially, I, I feel like Wesley has grown probably the most. <laughs> I definitely focused on that a lot this season because it seemed like you guys wanted to do that more. So I kind of, I wanted to include more chances for you guys to do that. So I'm glad you guys, it, it, you guys are doing it and having fun, it seems. so. Yeah. I feel like uh, sometimes <laughs> when you're not <laughs> trying to kill me. Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, maybe this hasn't grown a ton. I don't think I just am talking more this more season. She's gonna grow after this case, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. I bet next episode she's gonna grow a lot. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> well, it's hard. I feel like a lot of times when I make decisions for Mavis, everybody's like, "What?" What in the fuck? You you know that's not what you're supposed to do. And, like, I think it's just because Mavis is so one-track mind. Like, yeah. the, in, the, it, the way, you know, get to the goal and that's it. And, like... I, and I know you say that everyone questions you, but can we talk about one person who never questions you and is, like, the biggest Mavis Dan? Can we talk about that? Who? Skittle Kitty? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Every decision you make is correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think she said that. I think, think well, Skilkitty said that at some point. The way I like to play her is the first thing that pops into my mind, whether it's good or bad, I just do it. Um, I don't give it any other thought. Um, and I, I think that pretty uh, plays pretty well into the awkward thing because I don't feel like I'm an awkward person. And so it's really... Don't make that face at me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm a little awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she finally admitted it. <laughs> First step to growing. Uh, First step's denial. Maybe. Um, <laughs> no, we were trying to figure out like what exactly made... When I was first creating Mavis, we were trying to find out exactly what made her awkward. Like, you know, <laughs> what makes her awkward and... And everything, everything, you know, <laughs> yeah, and you don't have to explain anything. Yeah, I mean, you, it doesn't seem so. Your choices, she, I feel like she is who she is. That's what that's that's the main. I feel like we never question your decisions as a character. I think our genuine reactions to the decisions that you make as the character it, it, that, that are extremely justified and do not seem out of character, they're just fucking insane. And I don't think you should be worried that like, oh, why are they questioning me? I think that is the reaction well, I that think, should happen. I don't think it's like, I don't think they're questioning the character at all. I think they're questioning me as a player. Like, what on earth are you doing? You know, this is going to hinder our case. But like, I can't like as a player. <laughs> so as a player, I just have to let her do what she wants. I want to help you. I am like that as well. I will I will pick I will make choices for my characters I create when I'm playing them. Again, when someone's DMing for me, I will make I will make choices for characters that will hinder me as a player. I like to be challenged. I will make decisions during like a tense moment that I know I shouldn't make as a player, but I know that my character will do it. So that's what they are going to do. And I have got the same reactions you have in my D&D group of like 10 years where we've done something and my character is like, no, I do this. And they're like, but no, don't do it. And I'm like, I can't. I did it. <laughs> like, I feel that really came to head when we were at the camp and I did the running thing. I will never forget that. And <laughs> it's because... It's it's really the first thing my brain said. I was in like an awkward situation. I was panicking and my brain said, run. And I it was like, okay, I'm going to run. And you ran into the wrong cabin. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I Twice. <laughs> Twice. So my, my bad. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I've that like during the game that freaked out the villains yeah <laughs> i think that's kind of why when they attacked you it was a little bit rushed yeah i think that really tripped them up because it was uh, <laughs> one of the most unpredictable things in the world and you just deadpooled them basically that's what you did um yeah and... i literally had no other reason to do that except my brain said run and so i ran <laughs> Yeah, uh, and I was trying to make. I was trying to seem suspicious for other reasons than what I was. That no one knew. That no one knew. <laughs> <laughs> that your own teammates didn't know. 
so, your own teammates that you knew weren't the werewolves. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, okay. Well, I, th- I think that that's it, honestly. I, I think yeah. we're good. Um, we went through all of the questions. Uh, thanks to Ziller and Skittle Kitty on our Discord for giving us some fun answers, helping us stir up the conversation a little bit. Uh, so I added to our uh, episode what we need to do is the grim backstory and a sexy musical. So a sexy musical. we will get that done. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous now. <laughs> oh, I, no, I changed just... my mind. I don't want to be Janet anymore. I want to be Dr. Scott. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're not doing an exact... We're not just going to do the fucking Mark Hour Picture Musical Christiana. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so, yeah, we're going to try and record again next Sunday. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll try and get Derek's here. And, uh, you know, Robert's still remote, remote, so it's uh, not hard to get him yeah. on. So, uh, and by that point, our, our little, where we record will be all set up, so... And we'll get back to doing regular case episodes because I, I really want to get back to the show because uh, this season has been really fun and I want to throw more terrible creatures at you. So, yeah, and we kind of left on like a little bit of a uh, what's going to happen now? It's <laughs> yeah. like yeah, right. Kind of fearful, honestly. Yeah, I think kind of hit a wall a mm. little bit. No, you didn't. You had a bunch of clues. No. and I know we had a bunch of clues, but like and Robert and uh. Wesley got ran into the ballerina girl. Yeah, face to face with her. That's a, that's a little freaky. She is supposed to be very freaky. She makes me think of the Skyrim vampire girl. Kinda, except not an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the Skyrim vampire girl like aged in her head? I mean, she was stuck in like a child's body, but she was like four hundred years old. Yeah, no. It does not seem that she's like that. It seems she's like an eight-year-old that's immortal. <laughs> Imagine that horror. <laughs> Being eight forever. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, I think that's what we're gonna we're gonna call it then. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm sorry. Thanks for listening. Thanks for submitting questions. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, we just hit 4,000 listens today, so that's cool. Ooh. Ooh, nice. Um, no, it's not a, not a crazy high number, but I never thought we would hit 4,000 ever, so that's awesome. Uh, so thanks for, for getting us there, everyone, and uh, we're going to keep trying to spoop you. So I guess uh, thanks to Anna for making that intro and outro music. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to thank Tim for letting us use his lovely music, even though it might not be in this episode, but thanks for letting us use it. Uh, I'm proud to be a patron. Uh, you can join his Patreon with the link below. Please do it. He's a lovely creator, a wonderful person. Um, check out his stuff. It goes good with on anything. He has like sci-fi stuff, horror stuff, fantasy stuff, regular stuff. Check it out. It's awesome. Uh, and then there's he has like sound pads you can use too. Um, they're not... Uh, under a free license so we can't use them um but you can use them in like your campaigns and stuff for free like if you're just like having a like a home game uh, they're really cool there's a bunch of themes um but anyway follow us on twitter to get updates about the show uh we retweet other shows all the time to help spread the, the lovely community um 
What else? Join our Discord for the love of goodness. Join the Discord. It's fun. It's fun. We got got a couple lovely spoopies in there that talk away. We talk about stuff. Um, you get you can watch the process of Zeller create sweet dice. Yeah, it's been fun watching them uh, try and make dice. Um, they're so pretty. They are. They're awesome. Um, also, I, I recently learned that um, uh, cactuses are more related to trees than bushes. Courtesy of Zeller as well. Zeller, I, their name's Jay, but they said call them Zeller now, so I'm just going off their Discord name. So we're gonna I'm gonna keep calling them Zeller. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah. So hop in there, hop onto our Twitter. We have an Instagram that I haven't posted on in a year and a half. Join that too. Um, we just moved into <laughs> a new house. We got a sweet new recording space, Hell so yeah. we are set to bet. And whenever, floors. whenever quarantine stops, Robert can come see it. Um, yes. Well, when it's done, we'll have to send him pictures, and then I'll have to like Photoshop him in to the picture with us very poorly. <laughs> very poorly. Yes, like him looking the wrong direction and like <laughs> a different, way, like way too small. <laughs> <laughs> or just get like a stock photo of the back of somebody's head and put it in there, and be like that's him. <laughs> a picture from like. 30 years ago like when you're like a child <laughs> oh, please right. don't do that <laughs> all right i want you guys i want you spoopies to keep listening to the show i want you to open up google i want you to type in shoe boy and i want you to click the first picture and i want that to be what you see in your dreams tonight stay spooked I'm gonna do that real quick. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, let's, I'm gonna, hopefully it's not porn. I really hope it's not shoe porn. Shoe boy. Yeah, shoe boy. <laughs> shoe boy. It's, it's just shoes. It's just a shoe. <laughs> um. I'm not. Here we go. This is. That's all I got. <laughs> what did you get? Shoe boys. <laughs> well, they're going to see a lot of shoes tonight. 